Hey everybody, this is Aaron Bees coming to you live from your podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Beast Mode podcast. I'm feeling some type of way this morning, you guys. It is the first day of school. I can be as loud as I want. I'm drinking some coffee. I'm feeling some type of way. Don't get it twisted. I love my babies, but I also love some quiet time. So I don't know, this is like a new territory, first and seventh grade, so crazy. But today we're gonna talk about being a dabbler. We're gonna talk about the confessions that I have as a recovering dabbler. What does a dabbler mean? A dabbler is somebody that kind of gets their their toes, they dip their toes in the water, whether it's a business, whether it's goals, whether it's you know your health and wellness, your finances, you're kind of, dipping in your you're you're dipping your toes into the water to kind of test the temperature another visual is you're standing on a line the line is between your legs you got one leg on the left side one leg on the right side but you're not really fully committing and jumping over the line into one area right hopefully that makes sense to you guys so for me i definitely in the past have been a dabbler in my network marketing career and let me explain December 27th, 2019 will be my 12th year anniversary in the industry, which is fantastic. And I celebrate that because that I look back and I think of all the times that I persisted, all of the, I don't want to say negativity, but there were, you know, negative lessons. And and really that feels like an oxymoron. That doesn't feel like the right word, but there were lessons that felt negative at the time that turned into being the biggest blessing that I've ever been given. Um, and I just look back at the grit and the showing up and feeling like, you know, Rocky getting hit and getting back up and getting back up and getting back up. And I'm so grateful for that. But I also remember times where I know hands down, my ego was driving the show. I know hands down that I was a little bit off in my posture. I was not really committing to the process, but looking like I was committing to the process. Hopefully that makes sense to you. And if you got kind of a a feeling in your stomach, I'm speaking right to you right now, okay? Because that was me. I was a dabbler. I was somebody that wasn't going all in and telling everybody and telling the world my goals and just going with it because of how, I was afraid of how it would look. I was afraid of, well, what if I don't hit that goal? And here I've just told everybody that I'm gonna hit this goal and then they're gonna see me not hit this goal and that's gonna make me look like a complete loser. I'm just being super real, transparent and super vulnerable with you guys right now because I know that there's a lot of you that feel that way. You have these big goals, you have these dreams, you have these things that show up in your life that you're literally being guided to, but you're not telling anybody because you're afraid What if I don't hit that goal, right? Or you're not so convinced that the thing is your thing. It took me six companies. It took me 10 years to figure out that I needed to take this seriously. I was the leader in the past. This is like exactly how I was dabbling. I was the leader in the past that flew by the seat of my pants. And while you should have a sense of urgency, Flying by the seat, the seat of your pants does not allow you to for d- doesn't allow you to lead. People can't follow somebody that they can't take the ABCs of running a business and implement it. I had to have those ABCs in order in a document, in a system, 
in a way that people can easily duplicate it. I didn't have that in the past. I was doing one thing one day. I was doing another thing another day. There was zero consistency. Yes, I was showing up in my business every day, but hear me when I tell you, sweet friends, that you can't create duplication within your organization, if that's your goal, if you're not having systems in place. I used, I started with parties. I talk about this all the time. I did parties. I'd get in front of a group of 15, 20 women and I would be cracking jokes and I'd be super fun. And that's just my personality. Literally what you hear through this podcast is how I am in person. This is absolutely me. You can't teach somebody to have your personality. You could have like, think about this. If I cracked a joke that was authentic to me that I really genuinely thought was funny and you cracked a joke the same exact joke, it would come out completely different because we are two different people with two different personality types. You can't teach people to have your personality. And that's what I was trying to do. I literally had my party scripted so that my team could follow it, but it wasn't working. And the reason it wasn't working is because I was trying to teach people to have my personality. And there's strength in all of us having different personalities. If you are frustrated in your business right now, look at what you are following. Are you following somebody else's personality? Are you following a system? Are you flying by the seat of your pants? Because my former organizations could not follow what I was doing because I was dabbling and wasn't fully convinced that this was where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing. It wasn't until I made the switch two two years ago, uh, just over two years ago, when I joined our our company now, which has been (laughs) incredible, that I started to take things seriously, that I started to pay attention. I am a blue personality. You're gonna hear me talk about this a lot. A blue personality is somebody that is fun. I love being spontaneous, even though I've learned that if I wanna be spontaneous, I kinda have to plan to be spontaneous. I've gotta get my work done. I've gotta get all my, you know, my power list. Thank you, Andrew Priscilla for that. My power list done for the day. I've gotta do my mom stuff. I've gotta do all of these, you know, all of these things that I've got going on a daily basis. And then once that's done, then I can do what I want. So I've got a plan to be spontaneous. A blue personality is somebody that is fun and we want to have fun and we want to go to the events and we are creative. That's, I get so excited when I come up with these ideas and like it feels my cup, you guys, for real. So a blue personality such as myself, I really had to focus on the systems and staying plugged in and paying attention and really making my brain work in somewhat of an analytical way where I'm looking for the patterns. I'm looking for what's working. I'm looking for what's not working. I'm looking at the activities that I'm doing every single day. And you can't have that kind of posture if you are dabbling. Okay. You've got to decide if this is your thing, if this is your goal, if this is what you truly want to do with your finances, if this is truly what you want to do with your career, you've got to decide and step over that line. Because if you're standing straddling the line, you're never going to make any real progress, which is what I did for the first 10 years of this industry, being in this industry. I had some pretty cool success. I did some cool stuff. But I look back now and I'm like, man, if I would have just paid attention, if I would have just looked at what I was doing, if I would have realized how important systems were back then, it would have, it would have been absolutely crazy. A dabbler for me 
is also somebody that, and this is just me speaking from personal experience. I, my ego was leading the show. Real talk. My ego was leading the show. There's been times where I've been at an event and I'm like, I've been in this industry. La 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 la. I should be further along. Pretty sure that's on video somewhere. Lord, right? Well, Aaron, the reason that you weren't further along is because you weren't paying attention. You weren't using the systems. You weren't doing some things. You weren't showing up every day in your business and your finances and your health and wellness. And you weren't doing any of these things. But how can you expect to have the success that you want if you're not putting the work in? You're not going to get it. So you've got to make a decision and step over the line. You've got to make sure that your ego is not driving the show. Okay. Your ego is not your amigo. I've been there. I've done that. I still check myself on a daily basis, whether it's through a a message that I'm sending to somebody, how I'm responding to somebody within my organization, how I'm responding to my kids, my husband. It is still very, very important that we check our own egos. I can't stress that enough. So if you're dabbling, stop it in whatever goal you have. This isn't even just about network marketing. This is about your life. Because I didn't start seeing real progress until the last probably two years, to be super honest. I had moments of like, whoa, and then I would get scared. Whoa, this is amazing. And then I would get scared. Oh, this is amazing. How can I duplicate this? Oh, this is amazing. Oh, I'm gonna take a week off. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, I think I'm just gonna sit here and watch Netflix. I have huge goals, you guys, huge, huge, huge goals, huge goals. And if you're connected with me on social media, you know that if not, go find me on social media at the real beast mode on Instagram and Aaron B's on Facebook. And I have a YouTube channel under Aaron B's as well. You can go subscribe to all of those things. And you know what? If you're getting value already out of this, go ahead and screenshot this and share it in your Instagram stories and your Facebook posts, whatever. Just tag me in it so I can love on you because I'm doing this for free 99 and I hope you guys are getting some value out of it. So share that. Tag me. I would love that. I share all the things. I'm not snobby like that like some people are. But anyways, it wasn't until the last two years that I really started to see some progress. And it's because I started paying attention. I got plugged into a leader that had systems. I also created systems within our organization. I created systems for my life. I have a morning routine that I stick with. This all started, I swear, when I look back, I'm like, this is crazy because I was literally guided to these places. So even within the first 10 years where I felt like I should have been further along, this is all part of my story. It's part of my journey. You're creating your story right now. You're knee deep in your journey. And even though you might feel like you're not making progress right now, I guarantee you, you are. This for me started when we moved to Las Vegas in 2015. And I was rebuilding another time. There was a lawsuit. It was, it was a mess. It was super frustrating. And I wasn't sure I wanted to do it. So here we have the dabbler again. At that time, I was 225 pounds. I am five foot six, FYI. And so 225 pounds on a five foot six body was very, very difficult. I didn't have the energy to, to play with my kids. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to get dressed. I didn't want to leave the apartment. I definitely didn't want to get in a bathing suit. I felt super uncomfortable with my life in all aspects. 
We barely had the money to move to Las Vegas. In fact, I look back now and know that it was absolutely divine intervention that we were able to get here because we had to make an extra mortgage payment. It was a it was a bad real estate deal. It was just there were so many things, so many challenges in that situation. And so I I was like, man, I don't know if I want to rebuild again. I'm not sure I'm feeling this, but it was what I had done for the last however many years. And so I was like, all right, here we go. Starting in a new city, starting in a new state. Let's go. And I did that for, I don't know, a year or something like that. My time frames might be off because, hi, I'm blue. <laughs> but then I started to not feel good. I was looking for something for my health and wellness. I came across a leader from my, my first company. I decided to try her product and I had some success for a little bit. I started to feel better. And I think it really, honestly, it was because I was starting to pay attention to my health and wellness. And so was going to the gym, hired a trainer, doing all these things. And it just didn't feel like I was on the right track. So I made the switch from doing parties because back in 2015, I was still doing parties. I made, and nothing against that. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful career. So I made the switch to MLM and started to build a business online and started to just really focus on my health and wellness. And I stopped dabbling in that area instead of just, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat whatever I want. So I started to pay attention how I was feeling. And in 2017 was when I became keto. And that was really when I started to pay attention. And here's one thing that I do know. When I started to take my health and wellness seriously and realized that I was the face of my million dollar organization, that I was the face of my business, and that the better I took care of my health, the better my business would be, that was when things took off. This, I, I, I can't even explain to you how I was guided. So let me back up for just a second. When I was in that apartment, when we first moved here to Vegas, less than a mile away from where we live now, I was, I was scrolling, and, or not scrolling, but I was looking on Netflix, trying to find something to watch. This was about the time that I Am Not Your Guru by Tony Robbins came out. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. So cool, right? And I mean, I know who Tony Robbins is, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I watched the documentary and I was like, oh my gosh. And I immediately felt drawn. I was like, holy cow. And I didn't know anything about intuition back then. I didn't know anything about divine timing. I didn't know anything about manifesting. I didn't know anything about any of those things. I just knew I was drawn to this documentary for some reason. I'm bawling like a baby and I'm like, holy cow, what is going on? So then later that day or the next day, I am on Facebook and there's an ad that comes up for hire a Tony Robbins coach. And I'm like, okay, this is get a free coaching call or something. I'm like, okay, this is going to be crazy expensive. And so I filled out the information. I got an email, phone call later. We scheduled an appointment for my first coaching session. And I remember being sick to my stomach. I remember being just, I don't know. I don't even know how much this is going to cost. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I know one thing that I'm supposed to be here, that I'm supposed to be doing this. 
because I'm looking at all these things and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand what's happening, but I knew that I needed to be there. So I hired a Tony Robbins coach. I had a conversation with my husband and I was like, okay, so I'm going to pay, you know, X number of dollars. I don't remember how, however much it was at the time, but I remember we didn't have that. There was no way. And I'm trying to explain to my husband how important this is to me. I'm trying to, to have him understand where I'm at and why this is so important. And there's so much emotion pouring out of me that I am literally ugly, ugly crying. Y'all know what I mean when I say ugly cry. I mean like Oprah ugly crying. You know what I'm talking about. She talked about it on her show. Ugly crying. It's not running down my face. You know, eyes swollen, like I just need to do this and I can't tell you why. But no, we don't have the money. It doesn't make any sense. I know, but I just know I need to do it. And one thing I do know is over the years, that's the way that my higher power tells me that you are on the right track. There's been several instances since then that I ugly cry and I'm not a very emotional person. I love really hard, but I'm the rock. I'm the one that kind of holds everything together. I'm the one that doesn't show any emotion. I'm calm and collected. And then after the storm has passed is typically when I fall apart. So there's been several times since then that I've, I'm like, why am I crying? Oh, I get it. Okay. This is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm ugly crying. I'm trying to explain it to him and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. And he's like, all right. Okay. You know, all right, calm down. Like it's okay. Just we'll figure it out. So I did, I had a Tony Robbins coach for, a year and then after I felt like okay cool ended up going to unleash the power within in Newark New Jersey in 2018 17 I can't remember but it was absolutely incredible and all of these things led to me taking myself seriously seeing myself as somebody that wasn't a dabbler anymore seeing myself running a multi-million dollar organization seeing myself being the athlete that I am today. I'm down 60 pounds. And what's really, really interesting is that when we were at the Tony Robbins event, I was still following the Mediterranean diet. I was still taking those types of supplements and stuff. And when I was at the event, I remember turning my nose up because Tony Robbins does a three day fast once a month, which I do a 60 hour fast once a month now. But I remember when he was talking about keto, and there were several of the speakers that were talking about keto and I was like, Oh, not sustainable. That's crazy. You can't do that. And I literally remember turning my nose up at it only to be guided to it less than a year later. So crazy. Actually less than that. It was like three or four months later. If my timing is right. But anyways, it's just crazy. You guys. So I used to be a dabbler. I used to have an ego that was out of control and I still have my moments when at the end of the day, we're all human. I get that, but I really put everything into awareness around that. What, what is working? What isn't working? What needs to be tweaked? I don't feel like you ever arrive at your, your end destination and your goals. I think you should always be striving for more and you should always be reaching down to bring somebody else up with you. Cause in my opinion, you can't move up until you replace your position. That is from, I can't remember what that's from, but I remember that resonating super hard with me when I read it. It's really important. You guys stop straddling the line. Stop. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or I, I'm going to try this, like pay attention to the words that you are using you guys. Please learn from me what not to do. Don't dabble, make a decision, 
Go all in, pay attention, watch the analytics of what you're doing. What is working? What isn't working? If something doesn't have a system, create a system. Find some way that you can duplicate yourself, especially in network marketing, so that people can follow what you're doing because people just want to be where you're at. You might only be making a hundred dollars and I say only, but like, I don't mean only a hundred dollars can, can change some people's like life for real, for real. $500 can change people's lives. You can implement this when it comes to your kids. What can you, what can you, what kind of a system can you create so that your kids learn to be independent? What kind of systems can you create so that they take ownership of living in the space that you're providing for them? What kind of systems can you create to teach them about money and investing and careers? There's systems for everything, but we've got to create a lot of them. And it starts with not dabbling anymore. You can't fly by the seat of your pants in this thing called life. You can't fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to your goals, whether it's finances, business, your career, your relationship, your kids. You've got to stand up and you've got to say, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. Who's coming with me? Here's the systems in place. This is what you do. This is how I got to where I'm at. And this is where we're going. Who's in? So stop dabbling, friends. You're selling yourself short. You're making things a heck of a lot more difficult. Even though I know that this is a part of your chapter, it's a part of your journey. It's a part of creating your story. But if you guys can save yourself one more day, like if you can do these things sooner than I did, just one more day, I feel like at the end of the day when my head hits the pillow that I've done a good job. So stop dabbling, start going all in on yourself, start paying attention, create systems where there seems to not be them and just show up every day for your goals, for your life, for your dreams. And by the way, those dreams, I need you to make them bigger. Okay. So if this brought you some value, the biggest compliment that you can give me is to subscribe, tell a friend, screenshot this, put it in your stories. And most importantly, please leave a five-star rating. I have so much more coming your way that it is going to have you shook. If this doesn't have you shook already, just stay tuned. Okay. My name is Aaron Bees. You can call me hashtag beast mode. I love every single one of you. I'm cheering you on. I am your biggest fan. I just want y'all to win and stop dabbling. Okay. Do as I say, not as I did in the past. Don't let your, your ego run the show. Love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Have a great one, friends.